The Notebook Podcast is meant for entertainment only. We're not licensed professionals, and this podcast is not intended to give professional help. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Hello, and welcome back to The Notebook Podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Nana, and this is our... Oh, fuck. I actually don't know the number this week. Well, this is our Christmas special of 2022. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Thanks for coming back. And happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Um, what are other holidays are there during this time? Kwanzaa. Right. Yes. And almost New Year because this is coming out after Christmas. So we're just a few days away from the end of 2020. I don't know about you. Actually, I do know about you. Everybody is fucking excited for this year to end. <laughs> That's crazy. That's It's kind of nice this year because I feel like everyone's in more of a Christmas spirit than before. When I'm walking around with Charlie, everybody mm. on the streets, we're all like wearing masks and shit. We're like, Merry Christmas. It's really cute. I really enjoyed it. I think that comes from being like alone. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are spending Christmas alone and separated yeah. from their families. <laughs> yeah. So like... Yeah, so we just needed a little bit more human interaction and just spread that cheer within ourselves. Totally you know? agree. Yeah. Yeah. So how was your Christmas? <laughs> okay, so I had, basically, Kevin was scheduled to work on Christmas Day. And so I was like really nervous and really sad because I wasn't going to visit my parents either because I've been isolating from them. And mm. then every I told everyone and everyone was like checking in they're like are you okay like what are you doing today tell me what you're doing so I know that you're okay like but it was actually the best day ever because like I forgot how much I really like spending alone time and Mm -hmm. so I did all this stuff with Charlie I went out tobogganing with him so I got him this little sled thing and then I put a snowsuit on him and booties and so And we went down this little hill in our backyard. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun and he loved it. So we did that and then I just got to chill and there was like no time rush or anything. Mm-hmm. And then I had a stressful three hour call with my family, which I planned because I thought I was going to be really lonely, but it was the worst. Regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest regret. It was nice. It was The first 30 minutes was really nice. And then once it gets to the hour and a half mark and then the two hour mark and then the three hours and you're like oh my god this is why this is why we uh did you book it for three hours no it just ended up going because like I guess we haven't seen each other in a while and then right yeah things just spiraled and then yeah yeah like it's one thing to hang out with your family all day because you like you don't have to speak all day but when you're on a call with them for three hours what do you talk about for three hours so that's the thing so I was like three hours I got off and I was like spent I felt like it was like a whole day of work that's how I felt after the call and I was like why was I so tired and then I like you're right when I'm at their place you don't really talk to them the whole yeah time, right like you can just chill and do your own thing but here on your phone watch a movie together yeah, yeah here it was like conversation conversation or mostly listening to my mother talk non-stop while everyone's like <laughs> why mom <laughs> oh my god but it's kind of nice that you got to see everyone I it guess. was really nice and we planned we basically planned out like my brother coming to Canada for a month in March so that mm-hmm. was a lot of the planning and just figuring it out because he also wants to go to Japan and Seattle so we figured all that out it was good it was good to see them all and 
Yeah, we did our part. Very optimistic that he can travel to Japan and, and everywhere else. Yeah. Very optimistic man. I like that. I like that. <laughs> How about you? How was your Christmas? Well, we decided to, because both of our families are very big with like family gatherings during the holidays and stuff. But because of COVID, obviously, we couldn't do that. Um, so we planned to go to my parents for Christmas Eve and then Lehman's parents for Christmas Day. And like our parents weren't going to see each other or anything like that. So Christmas Eve, we spent at my family's my, with my parents. It was really nice. We had two meals together and it was like we took a nap together. It was It was, it was pleasant. And then the next morning, Lehman woke up with a fever. <gasps> and I had a huge headache and I, were, I was having like fucking diarrhea. We both had body aches. So we're like, okay, so maybe we shouldn't go see our elderly parents today. So instead of having Christmas dinner with his parents, we went to get tested for COVID at the hospital. And we're currently in quarantine because we don't get the results. In Canada, we, the results don't come out for like at least 48 hours. This is my second time taking the test. The first time I took like three days for the result to come back. So we'll be quarantined, in quarantine until we have the results. And uh, maybe we'll do a makeup Christmas dinner if things are okay. If not, then we'll just pray. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. Yeah, but we're feeling okay right now. I just, I have a little bit of a cough, but like I have chronic cough. So I don't know if maybe that's just part of my life um Lehman's feeling okay his fever is down but we're just really really spent like we're both super tired um so we'll see what happens we're so happy that we have Archie now more than ever we're already so happy that he's in our lives but more than ever we get to stay stay home with Archie and he's like our sole source of entertainment it's so mm -hmm. fucking funny so yeah we're just gonna be at home during Christmas holidays you guys have been like social distancing and stuff, right? Have your parents been social distancing too? Or Yeah, everyone has been super careful. Like the only places that we've gone is our parents' house and the grocery store. Nowhere else. And we've been really careful. We sanitize everything when we come back from the grocery store. Like we literally wipe everything down with the sanitizing wipes. We sanitize our hands whenever we go out. We wear masks, everything. Like all the precautionary stuff. But like you just can't be 100% safe. But we're still hoping, knock on wood, that we don't have COVID and it's just maybe the flu yeah. or something like that. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. It's kind of scary because this time around, like the second wave, I know mm. like a direct connection to people that have COVID. Mm. So, like before it was like, oh, I heard of like a friend's uncle who got COVID or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, shit, my coworker has COVID because like he, his daughter got COVID from school or whatever. Or like, oh my God. Clinics has a person who's positive for like it's just crazy how apparent it is now and I feel like people are being careful still like they're still wearing masks and stuff but mm -hmm. there's good. just yeah. I feel like a, uh, people are still careful but not as careful as the beginning because it's true yeah yeah it, it's been like almost a year people's guards are, are down a little bit and I think a lot of people and including myself, we're just eager to back, get back to our normal lives. Yeah. So like it's it's getting it's taking a toll on us for sure. But we still have to keep our guard up, people. COVID is still here. I know there's a vaccine out, but it's not available for everyone yet. So until it is, please stay safe and take care of yourselves. Yeah. Well, I know this is this kind of goes into the track, but we do have a guest today, and he unfortunately is not social distancing, but 
<laughs> I think juicy gossip over responsibilities, because... Just for this hour. For this hour. <laughs> on the show, you have to stay home and be safe. While you listen to someone else, be unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing this virtually, so we're socially distancing from this nasty, but... Yes. We're, we are glad that he's here to share his gossip with us. And Did you just call our guest nasty? So, can we cut that out? Can we... <laughs> <laughs> We're so glad you have him here. He's a little nasty. Um, <laughs> how very nice of us. This is very inviting. This is a very inviting show. Please come on our show. <laughs> uh, but real talks we're very very happy to have him on the, on the show uh, this is not the first time that he's been on our show and things have changed quite a bit for him uh, personally and, and professionally and all of that and uh, he's made a very big life change in terms of dating so we're very happy to have him here to give us a little update so without further ado Please welcome our guest of the day. Can we get a drum roll, please, Amy? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we present to you, Raptors Fan 101. Welcome back on the show. Thank you, Nana. Thank you, Amy, for having me back. It's a pleasure to be on. So tell us, how is life? Where are you currently living and what's new? um okay so so since we last spoke um a lot of things happened in my life and i ended up moving from toronto to new york so i am now based in new york wow apple do they still call it that big apple they do do, yeah oh okay and i mean it's amazing being here i love being here it's not the city that it normally is but it's still new york so yeah so yeah so that's the one big 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 change that happened in my life um but yeah was this like a childhood dream of yours to live in new york one day it was or it is and i'm living it right now and oh my god that's awesome it's absolutely surreal but yeah that's amazing congratulations man that's like a a literal dream come true (laughs) yeah for sure for sure it's um it's funny because like I, I grew up uh, in the Middle East and, you know, growing up, you always see New York and you see it on TV, you see it in movies. I think it was Home Alone, the first Home Alone, which also is a Christmas movie. I don't second care what the movie home is. Home. It's, it's the second one. Second Home Alone? Yeah. First yeah. one was Paris, right? Yeah, uh, I think so, yeah. Anyway, so it's the second one. Second Home Alone. It, it's been a while since I've seen it, but... Um, <laughs> I remember watching it and every subsequent Christmas movie after that has just been, you know, the shots all around New York. And I just told myself when I was seven years old, I got to be there. Right. Well, 28 years, not sorry, not 20, 21 years later, um, here I am. So it's, it's really cool. It's really cool. Not only are you there, you're living there and you're like, like making a life for yourself in New York. That's, that's fantastic, man. Congrats. Really happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. And I, I just remember like uh, when we were growing up in high school and stuff, Raptors fan 101 would always be like, let's go downtown, let's go downtown, hang out. We're like, why though? <laughs> but like, you're always really, you always love the city and just like the life and the busyness down there. So I think this is the perfect place for you, which is awesome. It's, it's funny you say that because, um, you know, I, I found that where you want to live or end up living is quite dependent on who you are as a person and Mm -hmm. i personally find comfort in chaos 
So for me, being in a hustling, bustling, big city, it I, I enjoy it. You know, it's like a chaotic ballet. I enjoy it. Um, I've never been to a ballet. I've never seen a ballet, but I think <laughs> if it was chaotic, I'd enjoy it. But I think the one common denominator that everyone says when you compare New York to Toronto is that it's Toronto on steroids times 10. Wow. I've only been to New York three times, I think. And the first time I was there, it was during Christmas time. And it was amazing. Like I was just like in all of it. Mm -hmm. it. It was so magical. And it that third Christmas is next level. Like there's just lights everywhere, people everywhere, people yeah. shopping everywhere. It was just oh, amazing. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm in a movie. Exactly like how you said it. I'm living in the movies that I used to watch as a kid. It's funny because so a lot of the shots that you see in those movies, like you'll be able to walk past it. And yeah. you'd walk past it and be like, oh, crap, I think I saw this exact shot in Elf, just as an example, right? Mm -hmm. It really is something to take in. Um, mm -hmm. Although the city is not, again, with COVID, the city is not what it used, what it normally is. So I'm excited to see what Christmas next year, hopefully, if things go well, if things go as planned, it opens up a little bit more and get to really experience Christmas in New York. Yeah, lots places. of time. Yeah. yeah. When we last spoke in, I think it was... April, April or something. Yeah, you you just <laughs> you just downloaded Tinder, um, and it was your first time online dating, and you weren't really sure about it. So it's been about eight months now. Uh, how are you feeling about online dating now? I actually never ended up downloading Tinder. Uh, oh, I downloaded Bumble and Hinge. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Um, I just stayed off Tinder. I don't know why. I just didn't want to go down that. Bad rep. I don't blame you. Right, exactly. So, so I I stuck with Bumble and Hinge. Um, over the last eight months, I think I'm I'm at the point where I can say that, you know, at first I never tried it. I never gave it a shot. I didn't understand the meaning of it. I didn't understand the purpose of it. I was also quite tech. Uh, what do you what do you say? Tech uh, averse. Technologically challenged. I'm also technologically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That, that's so averse and challenged. That's both. But I guess I just never gave it a shot. And having gone through it for the last eight months and giving it a shot, I I see the benefit in it. I see the value in it. And it's and I think my biggest take on it is that it's it's another avenue to meet someone. Right. So mm -hmm. that would be my overall take on it for now okay so knowing what you know now about online dating and all the experiences that you've had so far what would you say to your 2019 self like the person that was really hesitant about online dating what would you say to him you idiot just do it <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's it why is that do you feel like you've missed out on a lot of toronto hotties <laughs> uh i i think so you know, it's, it's funny as, as I get older and I'm going to get a little philosophical here, but you find that it gets harder and harder to find someone to a certain extent. And I think my thought now is why was I hesitant to do it, whether it be I was technologically challenged or averse, and it's both <laughs> in my case. Uh, but I really think that I should have just done it and seen it for what it is, which is just another avenue to potentially meet someone. And... If I had done that a little sooner, who knows what would have happened a little sooner. But I, I think everything happens for a reason. If you had gone on Hinge or Bumble in that 2019 when you still lived in Toronto, maybe you would have met someone and that would have stopped you from moving to New York. 
who knows? So now you're living your dream. You might find your soulmate in New York. It's all what it's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a casual encounter by the Rockefeller Center or Empire State Building. I could be on top mm-hmm. of the Empire State Building and find her, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. She's also lo- looking for love and you're there looking for love and you found each other. That is like the... The, the, the quintessential way to meet someone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) So what would you say are the pros and cons with online dating versus in-person dating? Okay, so I'll start off with online dating. Pro, um, it's an, again, it's an avenue to meet a lot more people in a lot less time, right? Yeah. A con of online dating that I found was that people have different personalities. They have different in-person personalities. They have different, I guess, like texting personalities and I'd like to think of myself as someone who's fairly consistent, both in person and text. Amy's mouthing no, just so you guys know. I'm so not, I don't know. I'm not. I, Are we going to get into this right now? Is this what's happening? Honestly, if I only knew you through text, I would never talk to you, ever. <laughs> Why? You are so boring over text. But like in person, you're cool. It's true, but, it's true. But I in did. text, oh my gosh. Okay, we always joke with Raptor Stan 101 because he always goes, be right back. And we're like, bruh, it's text. You don't have to tell us that you're gonna <laughs> He's like, hold on a second. I'll reply to this later. I'm like, why though? Like, why? <laughs> He's like an old man with texting. <laughs> this is the MSN era. You gotta tell someone BRB, AFK. Oh, really? okay. It's just okay. respectful at that point. That's what I think it is. But like, you've gotten a lot better, I would say. So. In the last Thank you. two years, I think you've gotten a lot better at texting. Thank you. Thank you. But you know what? And that exactly plays to it, right? So, okay. So I guess I'm not technology. I'm not the same on technology and in person, but you can agree that I am a lot better in person than I am over text. Agreed. Yeah. And But then if you think about it, though, like the things that you don't like as a friend might be beneficial when he's t- talking to a girl. So if he's talk- texting a girl that he's just meeting and he tells her, I'll be right back. I'll, I'll get back to you in 10 minutes. That's respectful for her. That's and so she true. knows that you care. Mm, that's true. That's very right? true. Oh, Nana's so got my back. Thank you, Nana. Yeah, yeah got I back. got you. <laughs> gotcha. No, that's true. That's very true. Like, if, oh, yeah, you're right. Right. So like what? you think is a disadvantage is actually playing in his advantage when he's meeting girls over over apps okay lesson here do it with girls that you like don't do it with friends yeah Fine, just fair. talk to the girls that you like as if you're talking in on msn in 2005 tell them brb afk <laughs> <laughs> perfect but, and, and that well that's a great point made because the con that i was talking about is people are different over text and in person Right. So in person, I would never say, give me a sec. I'm just responding to this or whatever it is. But <laughs> that, but that being the exact point, like people are just different over technology and over in person. So I think um, one of the drawbacks of online dating is that, you know, someone may be really, really, really good at texting. Right. But then you meet them in person and they're not the best conversationalist. Yeah. Has that happened? That has happened. Oh. That has happened. Um, or vice versa. There have been people who are terrible at texting. And that's coming from me. Like, I'm <laughs> saying you're a bad texter. And I'm a shit texter. Right? Oh, am I allowed to swear? I'm sorry. I don't know the... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. shit, fuck, 
motherfucker. You're good. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. So, you know, I I thought, oh my god, this person is a terrible texter coming from me. That is saying a lot. But then I meet them in real life, and they're phenomenal to talk with over in person. Question: So, would you say that sometimes your best conversations on Bumble or Hinge would are not the best dates then? No, that's not that. Mm, I think generalizing like that would not be right. I think it's just really okay. person dependent. Mm-hmm. Really okay. 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 But but one of the things is when you meet someone in real life and ask them for their number and then ask them out subsequently, you you get a flavor of them right off the bat, mm-hmm. and you're able to kind of you know read a person a little bit better than you would read them over text, right? Because mm-hmm. I think I think one thing. So um, one thing that I or maybe I'm just not funny, but this could be entirely it. But, <laughs> you know, I, I find that, uh, like, living in Canada, we've got a dry humor, like Canadian dry humor. That doesn't translate so well in the U.S. Huh. Yeah, it does not translate as well, at least with some people that I've met. Um, and so, like, there have been times where I've said, oh, that was a joke. Sorry, my Canadian dry humor does not translate well over text. Oh my like, god! You have to say it's a joke. That is such a buzzkill. Like, right? Exactly. Exactly. But then, they. But then, like when you meet someone in person and you have that Canadian dry humor, it comes across a lot easier in person because they're able to pick up on it a little bit better, right? Right. Um, again, it could be that I'm not funny, but you know, whatever, <laughs> right? But that so that's another that's another avenue where I think real life dating kind of has its play because you can kind of get a sense of the person before you meet them. With mm-hmm. online dating, you kind of you know you have to understand this person who you think is going to be the same that they are when they're when you meet them in real life, but they or may or they may or may not be right. And it's not just a matter mm-hmm. of their photos misrepresenting them, but it's also their personality which they carry over on text. By the way, right. I have to pause and say one thing here. Mm-hmm. So having done online dating for the last um, eight or nine months or so, like kudos to people who've been doing it. And by the way, to all the girls, like I am so impressed as to how much of a leap of faith you take meeting someone you've never met before and going out with drinks like that is scary stuff, right? That is super scary stuff. And I and I get that. I understand that. And I just want to say like, like good job like you that's unbelievable that you guys are doing that i feel like i would not have the confidence to do that had the tables been the other way that's why we have so many stories to share on this podcast after spend on away <laughs> right right but I, I just thought i had to give a shout out if that's cool with you guys of course of course yeah but we're just glad that well actually yeah we we did um a halloween a couple of halloween episodes where it actually turned into like disasters Whereas, like, they almost got murdered or something, and it was terrifying. Or they did get murdered. Uh, yeah, there were those two. So it, it, it is scary. It's scary because you're so right. Scary. You it's don't scary. know them. They're just behind a screen, and there's some photos, but you don't right? really know. Yeah, but we appreciate that you acknowledge that this is some scary yeah. shit, and uh, hopefully, you know, men in general can be inspired and you know like understand that it's scary for a girl to go out there and meet a random person that we've never met before well i get it that's why you girls text exactly where you are on the first date to your other girls so that they know where your last known location is and you know like i get that i i totally and honestly i i think it's 
it's so commendable. Like really it is. And I, I truly respect that. And it's, it's such, it takes so much confidence to do that. I have all the admiration in the world for, for you guys doing that. So Thanks, man. I mean, I haven't been on a date with a stranger in the past six years, but thanks. No worries. No worries. <laughs> For our, our listeners there. Yeah. So now I have to ask, uh, being on an app for the past eight months, you have to have like a go-to icebreaker or an opener. What is your go-to opener? Okay. So <laughs> I don't have a go-to opener. Lies. <laughs> Hold on. There's a, there's a little bit of an asterisk there. Okay. 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 Okay, if I see something in your profile, like, you know how you have, sometimes you can have those questions at the bottom of your profile, right? Mm -hmm. I'll normally try to open with something like that. You know, just making up an example. If someone says, mm -hmm. you know, um, the best way to get to know me is giving me a shot of tequila and seeing what happens, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'd be like, okay, hey, what kind of tequila would you like, right? Just something along those lines, right? Uh. Um, or I'd be like, why don't we just go get drinks and let's save this small talk for later, right? Something along those lines, right? That's terrifying, man. <laughs> well, okay, we were just talking about going to a stranger in person, but if there's no small talk on the platform, then you're seriously going to meet a stranger. Well, I don't know. How, how successful have you been with just saying, let's go for drinks? Um, I think it's just a difference in, in dating approach. So... I would I would say that it wouldn't work in Toronto, but in New York it's different. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. In New York it's different. Absolutely. Like I I hundred percent think over here everyone is a little bit more I would say forward with their dating life, and so mm. saying that is not it's not weird. At least I don't think it's weird. Canadians are pussies and Americans. No, we're more conservative. Um, I would say that. Oh, interesting. And I would also, so I don't have a specific opener, but if the person's profile is so dead that there's nothing to work off of, then you throw a, hey, how's it going? And no. I know, I know I said that was a terrible opener. I know it. It's, <laughs> it's like, there's nothing to work with. There's literally nothing to work with. I have no clue about you except for four photos. And three of the four photos are of her cat. Of her, of her cat, yeah, right? Like, what? what oh, that's a great cat. What breed is it? You know, like, <laughs> what do you say, Ernie? You're not opening with a dick pic or anything, so. No, no, never, never. That That is super disrespectful in my opinion. I would never do that. Okay. Nope. But I like that you like play off of their profile. So everything is customized. So you don't really have like a knock knock joke or whatever that that no. as your opener. No, so no. That's good. That's cool, man. So you remember how we were talking about like, because oh, on Bumble, the girl has to open first, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the US. So I, I got a message on Bumble one time and um, it was for American Thanksgiving. And the girl wrote a poem for Thanksgiving. It was like a four line or five line poem or something like that. And yeah. by this point, I was like, you know, eight soup dumplings in, you know, <laughs> a couple glasses of rum in. And I read that and I was like, this is so good. Like, holy shit. It was such a good book. And it, it was it was so good. It got me to the point where I was like, yo, like, I need to I need to acknowledge this, you know, this this masterpiece. But um, I decided against it. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty deep in rum and soup dumplings right now. So let's not let's not go down that road. Which is also a traditional American Thanksgiving, uh, soup dumplings and rum. Really? No, not at all. It's oh, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, I was so impressed 
by by that by that opening. I mean, that ended up going nowhere, but you know, they're <laughs> still really good for the first opener. I was like, this is really impressive. Oh, that's so funny, and I love that, Amy. You're so fucking gullible. Really, Steve <laughs> Duffley? I was like, oh, that's so progressive of them. Oh, <laughs> uh, they. Uh, okay. Well, well, I guess going from there, though. So it sounds like you've seen some really good profiles, but have you seen any red flags? So, so there's two sides to this coin. Okay. So there are some girls who are using the app as intended. Right, which is like, listen, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for this, I'm looking for this. And that's totally cool. That's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. If that's something I'm looking for, I swipe left, right, whatever. If I'm not looking for it, I move past it. Right. But there are some time there, I think there's some red flags which I normally see as a guy where the girl will say, like, I'm always surrounded by drama or drama surrounds me, something weird like that. Or not here looking for one night stands or, or hookups and stuff like that. And they put that in their profile. And I'm like, that can be something that's discussed rather than, you know, said right up front. But yeah, I think that anything that says about like drama always follows me and stuff like that. I, I steer quite clear from those types of profiles. And you'd be surprised how many there actually are that have those types of profiles. I don't understand how yeah. that's like a pro to put that on your profile. It's, it's not. It's not. It doesn't help you in any way. No, not at all. Yeah. Those things always say more about you than other people in your lives. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, why the hell would you ever put that on your profile? That's so... I feel like those are always, like, written by girls that were somewhat, like, mean girls in high school. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, it's not my fault. Like, oh, it's, I- it's always somebody else's fault. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why my voice just did that. I'm sorry, but yeah. So you you can clearly tell what they're looking for from their profile most of the time. So you only go for what you are looking for as well. If it's someone who is really direct about what they're looking for, and I'm not sure right now what I'm looking for, I'd also steer clear of that because that's mm. like they know what they're looking for. I don't know what I want what I'm looking for, and I don't want to lead them down the wrong path or anything along those lines. Right, so. I tend to find myself swiping right more so on profiles that are open-ended. Open-ended, exactly, exactly. And I truly, I think that's the best way to go about it, in my personal opinion. So, what are you looking for? <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm looking for. I'm just looking for a grand old time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what have you been doing so far? Like with the girls that you dated, what? What have you been doing, or who have been? What? What was the question? <laughs> Like, have um, you been trying to date them or have you just been having fun? I've just been having fun. Okay. Fair enough. And and here's here's the thing, okay? I make it abundantly clear that I'm only looking to have fun. Mm. Can you see yourself finding love online one day? Honestly, sure. At this point, who knows, right? <laughs> Every single avenue every single way to meet someone is a potential way to find love and if it happens to be online it happens to be online it's funny because when i was younger and i'm totally guilty of this i had a stigma and i had a perception that you know it's inorganic to find someone online it's not normal to find someone online you've got to meet them in person over the years i've grown and some of my closest friends have met people online that person is now their fiance or they're engaged that or well fiance engaged that's one of the same thing but they're, (laughs) they're married to that person uh, so could I find love online? Absolutely. Is it a way to meet someone that I may end up liking? Absolutely. Right. So I think everything is fair game. And I think that having 
I think that stigma is a little bit old school. And I think that over the years, it's kind of been washing away. I think it's become a little bit more, quote unquote, acceptable now. Cool. Can you tell us about the worst date you've had? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Not everyone is the best at having conversation. And I get that, right? That's some people are, quote unquote, introverted and they... No, come up with juice, man. It's okay. You're anonymous. <laughs> Just give <laughs> us <some> juice. <laughs> tell us. We'll never meet them. No, that's true. That's true. Okay, so like in New York or in Toronto? Uh, anything. Okay, in in New York, I went out with a girl and she had a bit of a... I could tell she was really nervous. Mm. Uh, but it was really weird because she kept scratching her elbow and I don't know if it. she had like... It was really weird. The whole date? The whole time. And I wasn't sure if that was a nervous tick. You know, like sometimes some people do that when they're nervous. You know, they rub their elbow. And I was just like, wait, am I... Am I doing something here that that's making you nervous? Is something going on over here? But uh, was this like in the summer and you can see like dry skin falling off? No, no, no. It, it was it was like September. It was like October, September, October, November ish kind of thing. And so I, I actually, so one actually, what happened was I ended up messaging her afterwards and saying, "Hey, like, listen, I really got I got the impression that you were really nervous. Like, I, are you okay? Like, is everything all right? Kind of thing, just to check on as a person, right?" And uh, she said, no, 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 like, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't sure why you're getting that vibe. And I was like... So your elbows are just dry. Yeah, and you recommend eczema cream for her. Eczema cream? I don't even know this girl. <laughs> what do you say? Go put Vaseline on? <laughs> Is that a tip for your viewers? Put Vaseline on before you go on dates so you don't itch yourself? Yeah, if you have dry Potentially. Yeah, or, or tell me in advance. Be like, hey, listen, like... I'm, I don't know. I forgot to put Vaseline on today. And I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, tell me in advance. Because at that point, I'm reading into it being like, okay, like, am I doing something wrong here? You know what's interesting? That, like, everyone has their own little tick. So, like, maybe you pick your fingernails or, like, yes. like pick your lip or something. And yeah. you don't actually know you're doing it. But then yeah. it's so apparent to the other person that's talking to you. So Oh, for sure. For sure. It's one of the ways that you... Um, for salespeople anyways, like one of our trainings is to literally videotape yourself talking and making a sales pitch. And then you can see all your weird little ticks that you have. It's horrible. It's the worst experience of your life, but it's good to know. Oh, and, and people don't realize they're doing it. Oh, and one time, sorry. So so here's another one, okay? So um, I have an issue with people shaking their leg. I hate it. As a pet peeve? It's a pet peeve. Super big pet peeve. If you shake your leg, and I can hear it, that's an issue. Mm -hmm. uh, if you shake your leg and you're hitting the table that we're eating on, that's a bigger issue. What? Yeah. That happens? It's a nervous tick. So, and, but you're absolutely right. I just don't think people realize they have these habits and these ticks that they're doing and they just get into it and they don't realize that they're doing it. And then I'm sitting there with my fries on the floor because it's vibrated <laughs> off the table. And I'm like, <laughs> Do I continue eating this? Like, well, what do I do here? <laughs> hold up, hold up. How many nervous women do you go on dates with? All of them. <laughs> are they all nervous? Okay, what no. are you doing on these dates, man? No, man, no. They're. It was only like three. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the vast majority of people. Okay. It was just the three that were over there. I used to be like, I, I still am really anxious when I meet new people and stuff. So I had this ring on my thumb that it's it's so purpose there is so that I can play with it, like twirl it around and stuff. So it's a smaller tick versus then like pe peeling my lips and peeling my fingernails and stuff. That's just like, it's, it's 
less gross than that. So I just played with a ring and stuff, and uh, I lost that ring. <gasps> I think I played with it too much one day when it was cold, my fingers shrank or whatever, and it fell on the floor, and I couldn't find it the next morning. I was like, oh no! My elbows are itching. <laughs> Legs are shaking. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both. I'm just like scratching my elbows and shaking my legs the whole time. No, I think it's like it, 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 there's ways to stop yourself by redirecting that attention to something else, like an object versus your own body. So that ring really helped me. And uh, I haven't been on a date since then, so I don't need it anymore. So it worked. Is that that's it worked? It worked. Yeah. No, but that honestly, that's a really good idea because. It's so subtle that you don't realize that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And it, well, unless you're, you know, you're not like shaking your thumb and like no. you know, your thumb ring, because then I'd be like, what is wrong? Why is she is she plotting something? Like, what's going on? <laughs> over here, right? I think so aware of you though, because I feel like most people don't know they actually have something that they're doing. That's true. That's showing that they're nervous. Like most people don't know they pick their fingers or their lip or whatever. Yeah, but. You knew that you were anxious, so that's really self-aware. Yeah, so step one, do what Amy said, record yourself. Step two, find a ring or a necklace or something to redirect your attention. So that's how you yeah. solve it. See, I, I would agree with Nana's. I, well, don't, don't do the necklace, because then that way I'm like, why is she scratching her throat, right? Then, yeah. no, don't do the necklace. But the ring thing is a great idea, because you could always put your hands under the table and, like, you know, fidget, and then you'll be fine, right? It's really subtle. It's, like, just... I'm just twirling around like bits under the table. You'll never be able to see it. So that's a good. Is that a business idea? Can we do that? Yo, I, I copyright. Co- no, 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 no. Damn copyright. it. Copyright. Royalties. Royalties. <laughs> Give me that royalty. So, is there any lessons that you want to share with others? Things that you've learned from your dating experiences online um, that you think might be beneficial to others? Here's the thing. In my personal view, in my personal opinion. Dating around can be an amazing thing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, yes, you have all the crazies out there. That's part of life. You have all the good dates out there. That's also part of life. And then you have all the great dates out there where something may go and that's life continuing. And so I see dating in relationships as something that can be a wonderful thing because it's fun, number one, to meet these new people and go out mm. and get to know someone else. But number two, it's a way to also get to know yourself. So as you're going through this process, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. Force yourself out of your comfort zone because that, really that's what it is, right? Like you have to go out, really enjoy the process. Irrespective of all the bad dates, good dates, whatever it is, take it as time to learn about yourself and reflect on yourself to see what, you know, what your likes are, what your dislikes mm. are, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. Take that time for yourself. Um, you know, just enjoy mm. enjoy it while it lasts because mm-hmm. when you do find that person, when you do find that someone, you know, the, that, the time to figure yourself out, the time to date around, that's gone. And eventually you want to be at a point where you know that this person is someone that you want to be with for the rest of your life. So basically, fuck it out. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. But it, it's funny because, like, I think a lot of people in life have a laundry list of what they want their significant other to be. Let's just put a let's just put a few random bullets and points on there. Um, someone who is tall, someone who is well built, someone who is 
uh, educated, like let's say master's degree. I don't know. Like, let's say you have the whole laundry checklist and you go down that checklist and you're like, okay, this person is this, 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 this. But if you've got no emotional connection to them, what good is it? Right? Like you may end up being with someone who's not tall, someone who is lanky, or you may have someone who just has a bachelor's degree. I don't know. I don't, I'm just I'm putting different thoughts out there, but I always say go through that process so you really learn to know about what you want because what you want is something that you may not end up realizing that you actually needed. Mm -hmm. I I love all of that except for the part where you said once you find your significant other, the part about knowing yourself and growing yourself, it's over. Life is not over when you're married, people. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. You still grow and you still learn. I like there is. It's a never-ending, evolving session with your significant other. But I really love that that you said um, what you think you want might not be what you actually need. I I spend a lot of time reflecting myself, and maybe that's why I knew that I, I fidgeted and that I needed a ring. Um, so I remember back then when I used to go on dates with strangers, I come home and I think to myself, "Oh, this is what I thought I wanted, but it's actually not." Like I thought that I wanted like somebody who's really really outgoing turns out they won't fucking shut up and i hate it so (laughs) so yeah like your list your laundry list of your your perfect so might be from like social media might be from what you've seen from the movies from your friends so's and you think oh they're so great she's so happy that's probably what i want and that's how you create your magical person but that's not true until you find somebody that like it, it, they might not take all your boxes, but you find a connection with them and you share a life with them and you just fucking get each other. That's like magical. And you don't need all the fucking laundry list. Like you think Lehman's my perfect guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but like we, we just click, we know each other and we like, we don't even have to speak sometimes and we know exactly what we were thinking. So that's the kind of connection and relationship that I wanted. And that's the guy that I ended up with. And I'm fucking grateful for it didn't mean to gush <laughs> no 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 but but you that that's the point right it's just you don't know what you need until you really get out there and, and figure that out right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny life has a way of teaching you these things yeah right? whether you learn it the hard way or not you learn it in the end but the important thing is that you learn these lessons and you find what you want in the end so good lessons good lessons man Thank you. I have one tip for you. Yeah. Make sure you wear condoms and you get regular STD checks because yuck. <laughs> hey, don't shame him. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's right. Um, I, I, so the first one I, I do. Um, the second one I should. So. <laughs> He's doing COVID checks, but not STD <laughs> I should do both checks, damn it. <laughs> so hard to get laid these days. There's too many tests. <laughs> <laughs> One question. You got, you got the vid? Nah? Nah? Okay, yeah. cool. Cool, 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 step cool, cool. And then step two, the whole <laughs> slew of, of other things that are possible. That's fantastic. I, I think those are really great lessons. It's really nice to hear from you again after like an eight-month hiatus. And it sounds like you've grown a lot from like, you know, your first time when you were on the show and you were all like, oh, I don't know yet about online dating, which is crazy. And now you're giving lessons. Yeah, you're giving lessons. <laughs> it's incredible. I, I so. feel like an old wise man with a super long beard. And 
just you know has seen it all has done it all i'm just not gonna sit on a rock and like chill out for the rest of my life right but uh no that 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 would not be me that's not me at all but anyways no you're right though you're right like i it's it's been a growing process and you know it's funny you guys asked why like what advice would you give to your 2019 self heck that advice i would have given my 2016 self maybe even my 2015 self um it's just to to go out there and really you know just just do it man just go out there and do it fuck it just do right? it yeah just fuck it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just <laughs> I think it's great. I think you've grown so much and um, and you've been very aware of everything that you're going through. You're not just going through the process just for the hell of it. Like you have a list of lessons that you've learned and maybe one day you'll figure out what you want, but there's no rush to that. It's just you just got to go at your own pace. You know? Yeah. That's true. That that's actually yeah. a, that's profound. You've got to go at your own pace. That's true. I'm a very profound person as you may have become Would aware. Would you like today. to join the long beard and sitting on a rock? Yes. Yes? yes. Okay. I'm just gonna. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I'll be moving into the rock next to you. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. There's there's three rocks. If you guys want to all hang out at one point, we can, <laughs> we can move more rocks if we need to. Amazing. I also love that you still call Toronto Toronto, not Toronto. Oh. <laughs> so Toronto's Toronto is still home. Toronto's still home. Do you see yourself living in New York for the next like five years, or is this like a long term life plan? I, here's the thing, I'm, I think this is a good base for me to be in because mm-hmm. of the line of work that I do, um, the industry is much larger here. It just works for what mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm close to home. I'm close to my, my parents. I'm close to my best friends back home. Like it's only an hour's flight really. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't realize this, but driving to New York is the same distance as driving to Montreal. It's it's only seven and a half hours if you take all the toll roads. I swear. Um, Amy is screaming silently. No, it's not. It's you know, it, it's not that water. it's not that far. Um, but I really think I finally found a place where I quote unquote fit, and mm-hmm. I, I really do see myself being here for the long haul. Once again, life has a way of throwing curveballs. So with that asterisk in mind, let's say that I do plan on being here for foreseeable future and mm-hmm. if life throws a curveball you embrace that change right yeah I mean, who knows yeah. two years from now i could be out in singapore and i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't know right um yeah. or i could be out in the uk or i could be out in south africa or i could be on a rock in argentina whichever one happens right <laughs> between amy and i on our own separate rocks <laughs> between amy and i yes exactly exactly <laughs> We'll find a good spot. We'll find a good spot. We'll find a good spot, yeah. Somewhere that's not too hot, but, like, not too cold either, but also have different weather seasons, so, yeah. 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 You guys like the different weather seasons? I, I think it's a pain in the ass to keep buying fall and winter clothes. Are you kidding? Chances to buy more clothes? Exactly. Do you What's... know who you're speaking to? <laughs> My bad, yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> not Kevin here, no. <laughs> All right, thank you so much so much for coming back onto our show raptors fan 101 we're so glad that you're having so much fun in new york and living out your childhood dreams um best of luck on all of your dating experiences and your life in new york and we miss you and hope to see you in person when we can thank you guys i miss you guys too and when i when the world is somewhat more normal again i'll definitely take a trip back up to toronto 
and mm-hmm. uh, we'll all meet up then. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. Take care. <laughs> Happy Bye. holidays. Thank you. Bye. And that is the end of our Christmas special for 2020, which also was the end of our 2020 season. Thank you all so much for listening and for all of your continuous support. And we know that 2020 was a really rough year for all of us, um, but you guys made it a lot better for us. And Mm -hmm. knowing that you guys were there at the end of the week um, to listen to us and write us, and it was always a highlight of our weeks, and Mm -hmm. we hope that we were a highlight of yours. Yeah, at least an hour of entertainment, you know, or just an hour of listening to us blab and saying, these guys are so annoying, even that. You know, it's an hour well spent to us. So thank you so much for spending an hour with us every single week. Um, and if you miss us too much during the holidays, when you, when you have your vacation time or whatever, then you can go back and listen to our first and the rest of our second season. There are, I think, 80 episodes. And we did this math last time. I think it was around 400 stories that we've shared in the past two years with you guys. So please go back and listen and let us know which ones are your favorite stories. Yeah, and write to us. We love when we get emails from you guys. So that's the notebookpodcast at gmail.com. You guys probably know that already, but yeah, yeah, we love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. And connect with us on social media as well on Instagram or Facebook at the notebook podcast. And uh, just tag us in funny memes or DM us. You know, just connect with us. We love to hear from you guys. And uh, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for your support. And we wish you a very very happy holiday or whatever holiday you celebrate just know that we're here and we're sending out love to you and uh we wish you all the best we love you i love you all right well then that was another hour spent on us so (laughs) that's an hour you can't get back now (laughs) (laughs) all right bye guys love you Oh.